Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Yeah, if you're in business, even your career, you should be looking at 2024 now. Starting to plan for it, at least look at how things have gone so far in 2023. What should you be looking at as you look to the year ahead? In terms of leadership, performance, and all of that, we're going to talk about that today and a lot more. We might even delve into AI, which is getting a lot of attention. She is a dynamic leadership coach, and she helps people all the time in their individual journeys. And it doesn't matter who you are, whether you just want to up your game, whether you're an executive, whether you lead a team, you own a business, Dee Miller is back with us. Welcome back. How are you? I am fantastic. Happy Friday, my favorite day. Oh, I was just going to text somebody that. (laughs) I really was. Uh, Yeah, so you're the owner of Dynamic Leadership Coaching. And when we look at the year so far, it's almost hard to believe that that the year is almost over. It just blows my mind. Like the the month of October just like rocketed by. What, What are some of the indicators? Should it be obviously, you know, profits, performance, but, you know, when we look at the broad view of year-end performance, um, are there some indicators there that we really should pay attention to? Yeah, I think, um, I think unfortunately, this could be a relatively stressful time for most folks, um, because it's like, oh, this is coming up, I need to do something, right? And, and if you're like most people, it's not like you didn't know that this was coming, it's just that urgency, like uh, you start getting those dates of when to submit, you know, drafts of your own self-assessment, and you may even have a 360 where they ask you for, you know, give us three or four people you know that can speak well around you, about you. Um, and so it can be a stressful time, but then, of course, you've got the holidays and all of that coming in. So you kind of put all that together, and it can really stress a lot of people out. Um, And so I think a way to kind of start thinking about it is to start kind of laying some of the foundation now, start scheduling some of those, you know, quick 15-minute calls with folks to get some feedback on, you know, things that you've helped them with throughout the year, maybe some of your peers or some folks outside of your organization, and then also start, you know, kind of looking back through your calendar. And if you have to do it monthly, going back to January, you know, see those meetings that are on your calendar and what those deliverables look like and just kind of start to put a list together of, you know, projects and deliverables that you've worked on during the year and circling back with those stakeholders and getting some type of feedback. And that will help you as you think about, especially if it's a 360 type review, for those names that you might want to submit. And it will also allow them to kind of, get a little tickle like, oh, yeah, that's right, you did help me with that. And so if their name is provided, it's not just like a, a cold call, like you just list them as, as someone and then they have no idea or they don't recall what it's about. So there's definitely, I think, some foundational things that we can start to do that hopefully makes it a little bit less stressful. What are you hearing on the business side right now? There's you know, a lot of, you know, some for some, fear, you know, recession, changes, uh, companies are, are cutting back. What, what's, your, what's your vibe, your personal vibe? Yeah, I think it's all of that. People are very nervous. There's a lot that is going on um, in business, in the world, with interest rates, with the market, you know, potential, you know, external factors as far as the climate. You've got war. You've got, you know, unfortunately, um, you know, um, the unfortunate events in Maine. 
So there is a lot that is that is going on. And to your point, there's definitely more, um, you know, layoffs, especially in the technology space uh, that we're seeing. But then also, um, you know, I have uh, quite a few clients in financial services. They've also been um, impacted because of, you know, uh, potentially lower volumes of some of those smaller shops are, are getting consolidated, et cetera. So I don't really think that there is an industry that is um, really immune to the impact of all of this. It's all an intersection, intersectionality of, of events that, unfortunately, we don't really have a lot of control over. Um, and so me personally, one of my mantras this year is control what you can. Because when you try to stress yourself out about the things that you can't control, it really will impact your health and certainly your mental space. So I think people can, you know, again, double down, make sure that they are, um, you know, ready to go, that their uh, references are up to date, their resumes are up to date, but then also, you know, be continuously networking, right? I think with hybrid, um, we've all gotten a little bit more, um, you know, internal, and, and our networks have been impacted I read an article that the uh, Surgeon General said loneliness is, a, is, a, is an epidemic, it's an epidemic status, which means that we're not making those connections like we used to, so we have to be intentional. So I would say, again, control what you can, reach back out to those folks. You don't only want to reach out to folks when you need them. It's important to make those connections, even if it is, you know, a virtual one. Mm, I love that. Uh, and ring the D-bell on that in terms of, Controlling what you can control and let the rest go, because yeah. even if it's somebody, even if it's a relationship and whether it's personal business, they're doing stuff that, you know, you can't do anything about. You just got to let it go because it, it's going to eat it's you up inside. That. And you're right. It's going to compromise yes. your health. Yes. Yes. And I can speak from personal experience in all of that. Um, you know, sometimes you hang on too long or you think, well, if I just do this, especially as it relates to other people, if I just do this, if I just hang on tighter, if I just love them more, if I just give, and it's all it's all about you, right? It's I, 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 right? And you can't control other people. So at some point, you have to really release it. Um, you know, that saying, if, if it was meant to be, it'll come back to you and all of that. I don't know whether that's true or not, but... Um, you, you definitely have to control what you can and then release the rest because entire in any way, personal or professional, is, is not going to make it stay. Oh, totally. And also, I'm a big uh, subscriber to the notion that the stuff that we worry about, and there's been research done on it, and every couple yeah. of years it comes back 90, 93%. Yeah. That 93% doesn't ever so, yeah. happen. It doesn't yes. doesn't transpire. It's, it's you're wasting yeah. literally your energy, your intent, all of that, your time, of worrying yeah. about this stuff that's just it could change in a second and and maybe change in your favor. So let it go. <laughs> it's I know it's not um, easy, but yeah, yeah. And it's one of those things. I, I really believe in habit stacking, and it's super important to you know to, to start small. Like this morning, I was having all kinds of computer issues and going on for two and a half hours of tech. Just so frustrated about something that I could not control. So I literally was like, come on, you know, it's my dog, Sophia. Let's go take a walk. I went outside. I live in Washington, D.C. It's a gorgeous day. And I immediately just did, like, namaste. As soon as I stepped outside and I realized that I couldn't control it, like, just let it go. And just that little walk around the block 
and releasing of all of that it made me feel so much better. So, yep. you know, I try to do that. It's my mantra, and I literally say that when I get into that really tightly balled up state. And it's just that one little thing that just makes me calm down. And everyone has that, right? Some folks, it's a mantra. Some folks, it's a song or a quote. Whatever that is, I think it's super important for, for folks to find their thing and, and practice it. Yeah. And I know we... we um we we digress a little bit, but it's so important for life in general that we you know r- remind everybody about this stuff that we're talking about right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It comes from comes from uh, D and Steve experience. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, you are not alone. <laughs> oh, you're not alone. Definitely, definitely. Let's let's go into for a moment AI getting a lot of attention. Uh, I'm seeing better examples of it popping up too. Um, what are your overall thoughts in terms of the way business is going to go moving uh, toward the future with uh, artificial intelligence? You know, I am an AI enthusiast. I'm super um, excited about it. Um, I think it's it's one of those things. Someone said that the uh, upcoming kind of shift to all things AI is like the invention of the fire. Like that's how important this next, capture is as we think about, you know, machine learning and, and things like that. Mm. And that just, like, blows my mind, <laughs> the, the largeness of it all. Um, it's also something that, you know, to me, it's like you either get with it or you get left behind, right? We can certainly fear it and think, you know, the sky is going to fall and it's going to be Terminator, and I don't know, right? But it's one of those things that I think that we have to, um, we have to try to understand because it's not going anywhere. And the pace of technology is, it just accelerates every day, right? So tomorrow things are going to happen faster than they did today, and the day after that it's going to accelerate even more. So it's not slowing down, it's just accelerating. And I have just started using um, ChatGPT as an example in my business, and to me it's a life hack, right? So whether I need thought partnership on, oh, I want to create a new- newsletter on this, or I want to offer a new class or a new training, what might that look like? Um, or if a client is struggling because they want to update their resume, right? I'm like, you could pay me $800 an hour to up- update your resume, or you could leverage, you know, chat GPT to get you like 85 or 90% of the way there. You copy it, you put it in Word, and then you start, you know, to personalize it. And by the way, you can create five, ten versions of a resume in, you know, in five minutes. So to me, it's a life hack. And that's the way that I try to um, experience it and, and leverage it with my clients and start to have that conversation. Um, and especially my female clients, right? Because we know that females tend to do the brunt of the administrative work, right? Whether it is at home or at work. Um, and so it's important that they have tools that they can leverage to help make things um, a little bit, a little bit easier, a little bit quicker. And I don't care if you're a director or a senior vice president or an admin. It will help you if you're able to apply it correctly. And everyone that I've kind of walked through the pros and cons and how to use it and kind of how to set up the prompts and things like that have loved it and quite frankly it's become quite addicting to, to some of them. I mean, I was talking to a, um, a, a friend and client last week and she was very upset because she wanted to send an email to um, someone that she's been trying to nail down for an informational interview for a job she's really not even that interested in, but the woman kept, like, pushing the meeting out three months at a time, and finally she was at her wit's end. But because it was a referral from a friend, she didn't want to 
you know, cut off the, the um, cut off the communication and kind of leave it in her court. Kind of a thanks, but no thanks. You know, it's probably not the right time, kind of thing. And she was having some problems on thought partnership on that. And I was like, "Girl, I could spend an hour on the phone with you, or you could go to Chat GPT and tell it exactly what you're trying to do, the background, the audience, and it will give you that." And so she did that. And again, it was a, a you know, it took 30 seconds because she put it in and worded it correctly. So, again, I think it, it's not going away. We need to get comfortable with it and find out how to, how to um, have it work for us versus the other way around. Um, I do think that it will um, it'll definitely help, especially with those repetitive thoughts, uh, tasks, you know, with thought partnership when we're thinking about doing something or we're stuck. I mean, sometimes I use it just to rephrase a sentence because when you're kind of focused on something, sometimes things get a little bit jumbled, and I'm like, you know, rephrase this paragraph or rephrase this sentence, and if I don't like it, I just hit regenerate, and then it will come up with a new version. So wow. that's my very thing with it. As you can see, I'm very passionate and interested in this topic. <laughs> what, do you, what do you say to people that say, well, come on, AI is going to take the place of jobs. Come on. Well, I mean, I think it will. Uh, I think it – I'm not going to say. I think I know. It will, right? I mean, there isn't talking about – Using, uh, of course, it comes in all in different forms. But you know, we've had AI, you know, all all around us. So it's it's actually not new. It's just again the pace of adoption has accelerated. Um, and so, will it take jobs? Yes, it will. Right? There's no there's no way around that. Innovation and technology does replace uh, some jobs. And so, I think it's it's the onus is on folks to kind of see the tea leaves and know that this how can I start to pivot? How can I take on a new skill? How can I also have multiple income streams, right? Do I need to start, um, you know, learning a little bit about AI? Do I need to start potentially, you know, um, doing some other stuff? You know, maybe I need to look at Ubering on the weekends or something like that if I feel like my job is going to be impacted as I transition to a different type of job or upskill myself in, in some way. So um, I think knowledge workers are always um, going to going to be needed, um, and so there's a way for folks to do it in a way that is you know kind of minimize the impact. But yes, they're yep. definitely going to be. I, I learned that a long time ago. Always have a plan B. So because right. <laughs> I did the same thing for many years, uh, now I do like th- at least three different things. But I'm fine yeah. with that because it adds for, and they're yeah. all they're all interconnected. But I'm yeah. fine with that because it just adds to the variety of the day. You know, it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other thing is, I mean, you know, I'm a woman of a certain age, but the kids, you know, my niece and and those folks born in the '80s and '90s, they're coming for us, right? And they can multitask and they can do a lot of things with technology, and they're not afraid of it, and they're going to continue to adapt, and so. It's important that, you know, as, as folks of a certain age, that we also have that continuous um, learning mindset and not feel by, you know, um, whether it's by technology or other folks, you know, groups of folks coming to take our jobs because, again, the, the, the pace of change is the slowest it's going to be as of right now, this second, and it just accelerates. So you got to kind of, you know, um, think of ways that you can, um, that you can hack it sure. <laughs> a little bit. Now, looking at 2024, if you were a business owner or somebody that's really driven in their career, 
What would you be doing right now? What what should you be thinking of? Let's see. I think, you know, again, AI is top of mind. Um, I think as a business owner, you've got to think about how do you leverage it in your business. Um, because if you're not doing it, best believe that your competitors are. So whether you're a small business, a medium-sized business, um, you know, even an entrepreneur, right, you have to think about, how you can leverage that technology in your business. And if you don't have the skill set, you know, with all of these project-based websites now, how can you, um, you know, outsource that to someone who does have that skill set? People are starting entire businesses by leveraging AI. They're really not doing anything. They just not understand it, right? Whether it's a business creating, you know, a business plan for folks that are new entrepreneurs that don't know how to do, do a business plan, right? They may charge you $750, and it literally takes um, maybe you know, an hour because they're leveraging AI to do the bulk of the work. So I think the number one disruptor, and it will remain so, is, is this concept around, um, around AI. And folks, uh, business owners, I think, would, would be best suited to, to figure out how to integrate it in their business in some way and starting you know, like anything else, you start small and then you just get more comfortable with it. But I think it would be um, it would be a misstep to ignore it and think that, oh, that's just mumbo jumbo. That technology is, you know, five mm. years away, two years away. No, it's here, it's now. Yeah, and it's progressing every single yeah. day. And I, I see examples of it in, in what I do, even like three months ago, um, yeah. AI voices, things like that. They, they've yeah. gotten even better in the last three yeah. months. Uh, really there's even a company now that offers explainer videos. Or let's say you, you need to uh, teach your staff how to do something, but mm -hmm. you want to do it. And you, you don't want to appear on camera, uh, but you'd like to have a little bit of a personal feel to it. You can select from 10 different AI faces and yeah. give them the copy or actually have some of it generated by AI. And they will speak yeah. it on camera. And it looks yeah. uncan uncannily like a real person telling. <laughs> it's a, it's, yeah, it's pretty I mean, wild where, we're, where we yeah. are. And and, it, and we're doing that now? Right. What's it going right. to be like in two years, three right. or five, right? Right. I mean, models are, you, are losing their job to AI now because if you're a store, a clothing store online, you can use AI-generated models to show folks like myself, consumers, what this might look like. And, oh, by the way, now you've got a more diverse, like these models might actually look like, you know, regular folks in different sizes and cues and things like that. And people, of course, want to see themselves reflected in the brands that they're loyal to. So it is, um, yeah, it's just fascinating to me how it's, uh, how it's being used and how it's just continuing to accelerate. So you're not AI. You're a real person that really <laughs> does <laughs> that really does care. Uh, how do we engage you if we want to work with you, kind of move things forward, um, be it with uh, anybody who is career minded yeah. or, you know, they have a company or they're responsible for a team? How do they get uh, some leadership coaching? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I definitely offer leadership coaching, life coaching, career coaching, but I am myself expanding my portfolio of services, so I'm also now offering facilitated training and workshops, so things on strategy, vision, mission, problem solving, coaching and feedback, difficult conversations, all of that. So really a, a suite of products for today's leaders, whether it's a not small business or a nonprofit. I can be reached 
at uh, 202-875-2222. I'm also on all socials as Co. that's D-Y-N-L-E-A-D-C-O, or you can go to www.dinelyco.com and you can find a plethora of all the services that we provide. Fantastic talking with you today. I love, you're like a breath of fresh air. You really are. <laughs> Seriously. I, I, I always speak from the heart, and you are in terms of your approach, and you truly care about people and, and want the best for them in their business. Uh, that's, that was your idea to talk about year-end performance and looking at a, at a new year now so you can get ready. Um, yeah. and, and you're, you're plugged into AI. You really are. And, uh, as everybody else should be. So for that, I, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for being here today. Thanks, Steve. I appreciate it. I hope you have a great weekend. You too, Dee. We'll be right back. Bye-bye. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world. This is the podcast business news network. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. It's now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council.